thank you so much for joining us on this Patreon-exclusive episode of Super Bracket Bros. My name is Jay, your host and your personal bracketologist. And as always, sitting across from me, I am joined by my co-host and everybody's favorite biggest loser, Elias Stokes. How you doing today, Eli? I'm doing great, Jay. I, I'm busy losing. I have cleaned out the gas stations around my house of all their lottery tickets, and I have not won a single one, so it's looking good. Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. Wow, I applaud you for your dedication. Um, so, I mean, what is it like, you know, I mean, what's what's next in your journey to become the biggest loser? I mean, what, what else is there? Are you, are you, you know, looking to head down to Vegas or... Or, or, or what's next on, on your journey? Vegas is definitely in the running. Um, also, Macau, if I want to go international, uh, I think, mm, for, you mm-hmm. know, take my talents abroad. But, yeah, definitely in the gambling sphere. Uh, I think I might take up sports. So, you know, I might <laughs> join the Miami mm-hmm. Heat and yeah. <laughs> take my talents to South Beach and just take <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, that's a good one. You know, yeah, I think there's definitely some, def- you know, some perennial losers out there in the sports world that you could definitely get it. I mean, how else are you going to fund your losing career outside of work? Yeah, you're yeah. not also making money, you know, like by working for the Lions or something. <laughs> yeah, or, or you know, the Texans. Uh... <laughs> yes, yep, yeah. The you biggest... lost, there's so many options. Yeah, so many options. <laughs> you know, sports are full of losers. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> yeah, and you want to know who loves sports the most? Super Bracket Bros fans. So let's move on. <laughs> this is Super Bracket Bros, uh, where we normally take 32 characters uh, and pit them against each other. But today, we're taking 16 characters all in one episode. This is uh, this is we're another entire bracket, just like we did for our first Patreon exclusive episode. And back then, we talked about a real wild card lot of characters. We talked about our whole season one roster. Today, we're talking about 16 characters, 15 characters that we've never talked about before. One returning character from a bonus episode. But we have 16 of the biggest <laughs> losers. The biggest losers of the multiverse joining us today. And and, and to put a little extra wrinkle on it, I, I guess, Eli, you, you tell me how you presented this idea to me. Because I loved it from the get-go. <laughs> so, uh, if anybody out there is a fan of the anime adaptation, well, I guess the manga or anime of Hunter x Hunter, there is a mm-hmm. specific instance during an arc where the characters compete in a tournament... Uh, however, the caveat of the tournament is there is only one loser. <laughs> you move on in the tournament if you lose. And I, I, you know, Jay, I was talking to Jay and I realized, huh, I never mentioned this to Jay. I think he did a kick out of it. And when I mentioned it to him, I could just see his eyes light up and just sheer <laughs> like a, a kid walking in the candy store. Just, you know, <laughs> I I love this idea, and, and to fully to fully explain it, it, it it is exactly what Eli said. So we we have sixteen characters. We're going to talk about who would win in a fight, but the winner gets out. They they get it off scot free. You go one and zero in this tournament, you know, and 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 you're out. But the loser moves on in every single round, and so in the end, whoever loses the quote unquote championship is the ultimate loser <laughs> it, it is a subversion of all of our favorite you know uh, it's a subversion of just brackets really what you know, yeah our, it, our, it really is uh, the yeah. tagline of the show is find out who's the best of the best we're finding out who's the worst of the worst <laughs> this is truly yeah because like i've had the idea of doing like a 
you know, I mean, we've done it. We we did it with the who would win guys in our bonus episode. We did a, a schlub bracket. You know, we did just ordinary characters from sitcoms and, you know, just like non-fighting characters. And we found the winner, which was, which, who was George Costanza, who is going to be joining us <laughs> once again today uh, because he very much fits this category of, yeah, I mean, George Costanza, I love him. But he's a loser. Like he, <laughs> he, he is society's definition of a loser. And we've got 15 others joining him today. I, and again, from the like, same sort of realms, um, you know, of like sitcoms and things like that. But we're not really too worried about like power levels today uh, because, you know, I mean, the, the best will just, you know, be out in the first round and then we don't have to worry about them. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> it, I, I, this, this is going to go some interesting places. I, I really love this. It's just going to be so fun to think of these fights as, like, who would lose better? You know what I mean? Yes, like, we're not exactly. finding out who, yeah. who's the victorious. We're finding out, if you remember that episode of South Park where they're playing baseball and no one wants to play baseball, so every team tries to sabotage. <laughs> and, you know? So, uh, we're bringing this energy. This is a crop of characters we'd probably never talk about, absolutely never talk about on the main show. So, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped for this as well. And we're just going to dive right into it. We've got the tournament. We've got the bracket all set up. We we picked our characters. And I think we're just going to go and reveal it matchup by matchup. And, I mean, we've got some stinkers in here right off the the bat. Oh, boy. So... Yeah, so I, I think I think we should just I think we should just get into I, it. Shall I've been we? itching to do this. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so our very first matchup and, and presents a little bit of controversy, which I think we'll we'll get into. Uh, we have the big Lebowski taking on <laughs> Luigi. It's me, Luigi. <laughs> of Super Mario Bros. fame. This this match is so interesting because. You know, he is the dude, you know, the big Lebowski. Right. He's cool, but objectively, yes. that dude is a mm-hmm. loser. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, see, see, that, and that was what, because I, I put the Lebowski on the list. I'm literally wearing like a Lebowski esque sweater <laughs> right now. Where's, so, like, where's I, your white Russians? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Like, I'm <laughs> like I'm one step away from being able to go out for Halloween as the dude. Like, you know, I'm right there. So, like, I got a lot of respect for the big Lebowski. But, like, you're right. Like, objectively, by society standards, and it's going to be true for a couple of these characters. You know, he is a loser. But specifically, I don't trust him in a fight whatsoever <laughs> and and the, his opponent luigi you know if you ever play some of the mario games he's in it he actually does stuff true yes. he, yeah he he's out there do, doing his best you know he's still in mario's shadow you know he does have his you know shenanigans and you know faults but whatever <laughs> but i can point out what like there's a whole game series where he saves the day in luigi's mansion exactly yeah so like i mean luigi is here because he eternally lives in the shadow of mario and so you know like he i think you know that truly makes him a loser but i've seen this man brandish a sniper rifle so (laughs) i (laughs) i i mean we've seen him in super smash bros and this was i mean 
he's an honorary pick here to be honest i i think i think the lebowski loses this right i think so too and it's just so ironic because you have luigi who everyone thinks is a loser but does cool things or you have the big lebowski who ever think everyone thinks is cool but does loser things (laughs) but does loser things (laughs) so yeah i (laughs) <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> no luigi's my boy i pick him in every you know super mario party game uh I- i'm happy to see him. <laughs> do you really <laughs> I, it's usually him or yoshi i being the little brother i've always had a kinship with him so man that makes so much sense <laughs> <laughs> okay moving on in the tournament uh we have ed ed and eddie the Cartoon Network show going up against Donkey from Shrek. This was, um, hmm. Yeah, where do you want to go with this one? <laughs> I'm trying to think because if we're talking about power, Ed is Ed is a brick shit house. <laughs> yeah, okay. If you haven't seen Ed, Ed, and Eddie, if you are not part of this, I mean, like, very specific demographic that I think me and Eli are in, Ed, Ed and Eddie is a is a show i mean everyone knows donkey i'm not gonna explain donkey. <laughs> he's a donkey ed, ed, yeah he's donkey you know it, he's he's eddie murphy man uh ed, ed and eddie is i mean about this trio of eds who are what i mean middle school high school like, yeah. age children uh who are led <laughs> i keep wanting to say uh, i want to refer to an ed <laughs> but <laughs> You have Eddie, who's the leader, right? Yeah. And he's always trying to get the other two in on schemes. You have Ed, you have Double D, you have Ed, who is the smart one, the brains of the operation. And then you have Ed, Single D, Ed, who is, I mean, he he's definition of Toon Force, okay? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, he, like, he's he is strong. So, he is incredibly strong, but so dumb. Just so dumb. Dumber than a sack of rocks. Um, I, yeah, that's generous. <laughs> <laughs> but you're totally right. So Ed and Eddie come in with Toon Force. And mm-hmm. the, if you yep. watch the show, they do things. They're, they were inspired by uh, the Three Stooges, actually. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did not. But that make you know, that tracks. Yeah. And so it's a lot of uh, a lot of slapstick, a lot of like insane slapstick that uh, I'll be honest. Ed and Eddie, <laughs> I, a, bu- a bunch of people say they like SpongeBob. Uh, the more they get older, Ed and Eddie is so funny as an adult. Like you enter a fa- <laughs> when you're young, it's like, oh, this is juvenile hero humor. This is so funny. Then you get to like, uh, you know, a bit older, and you're like, oh, this is too juvenile for me. But then you enter, you pass that threshold, and it's like, huh, this is juvenile humor. <laughs> Ed and Eddie is one of my favorite cartoons. Uh, they're going up against Donkey from you know the smash hit series that has existed. Well beyond its years in the memedom, Shrek continues to evolve in really interesting ways. <laughs> you know, we are. I mean, I mean, we're about to get a Puss in Boots movie, are we not? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah another yeah, okay. another like, one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like, I mean, like it. It just continues and continues to like grow and like, but something about this matchup, like I feel like Ed, Ed and Eddie are very well designed to beat up donkey <laughs> i can just like i can so easily place a 2d like hand-drawn donkey in the world of ed ed and eddie and see him getting tortured 
by them. You know, just like run around the block. Like they're going to try to turn him into a ride. You know, try to make some uh, a few quarters off the local kids. You know, like there's just so many scenarios there. I think I think Ed and Eddie win this fight because they don't try to fight. They try to scheme Donkey and then accidentally obliterate him. Because <laughs> that's how most of their schemes go. They go wrong and children get hurt in hilarious ways. So I I, I have to give it to the Eds. Uh, by sheer accident they are a walking destructive hurricane that will just eradicate everything yeah and i mean granted like donkey is no shrug i mean he's a donkey so you know like it's kind of similar i mean he's not you know a saber-toothed tiger or anything like that when we talked about the ice age crew but like he's still an animal that can like screw somebody up you know yeah a donkey kick and if anybody's getting donkey kicked it's definitely double d (laughs) <laughs> yes 100 percent, 100 percent. but with that donkey moves on in the tournament <laughs> have you uh, side note have you ever played the uh the shrek smash bros clone no <laughs> i forget the name of it but there was a period where because super smash bros was so popular a bunch of companies tried making mascot fighting games and shrek <laughs> there was like a shrek bash game or whatever that you ran around and played as your favorite Shrek characters beating the shit out of each other. I did not know that exists. It doesn't really surprise me. Um, It sounds like it would be awful, though. It sounds like it would be a bad time. I liked it as a kid. I cannot (laughs) say it's good now, but... (laughs) No, yeah, I can't imagine uh, if we got it to work on some sort of device these days that it would be... it, 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 it would probably pale in comparison to uh, a lot of fighters. I'm just going to say it was a regular staple of, uh, of the blockbuster I went to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here. Um, <laughs> we've we've got a, a couple. I mean, I would say these like really fit the definition of loser. You know, and one, and I mean, they both have, you know, heartwarming moments to be sure. But, I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's what they are. And and you can't do anything about it. We have Jerry Gergich from Parks and Recreation going up against Squidward from SpongeBob, the aforementioned SpongeBob SquarePants. This is too legendary. They are the staples of this archetype of the guy who just can't catch a break. <laughs> yeah, just the guy that just can't quite get there just like every time you think they're gonna have a moment they get cut off at the knees you know it just and to hilarious effect (laughs) and it's like they're completely different jerry is just the shining beacon of optimism even though he keeps getting the shaft where squidward is your average despondent millennial (laughs) who's just burnt out on society so they're both just completely different but still exhume that loserness Mm -hmm. i i can't see either of them fighting that's the weird thing yeah see that's the problem here i'm trying to think like uh, i think the cartoonness of squidward like inherently grants him an advantage here you know as far as like he's been a part of some zany bits in spongebob but then 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 you have you have Jerry who I mean despite reportedly having a giant dick. Okay, so now you're sure that everything is okay, you know, down there. You're perfectly healthy. That man has the largest penis I have ever seen. I actually don't even know if he has mops. Forgot to look. I was distracted by the largest penis I have ever 
<laughs> well, that, okay. That, that's also yeah, the, I, he's not a fighter. He's not, not a fighter. Well, that's the, okay. I I almost want to give this to Jerry, not because oh. of, not because of the fighting, but because he, wait, okay, give it to Jerry as a as a winner or a as a, as a winner. Like, yeah, I think as I a think, winner. <laughs> yeah, I think we move Squidward on because throughout the show, Jerry. It's revealed that he has a pretty dope life. Like he's actually pretty. True. He's got it kind of made where Squidward is periodically just dumped on. So uh, even <laughs> if we, if I don't see either of these characters fighting, I think Squidward moves on because his existence as a loser is much greater. <laughs> I, I buy. I buy that logic. It also wouldn't surprise me if Jerry just pulled out a butterfly knife and, re- and you know another reveal that. He <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now we have the man himself, I would say another legend in this category, <laughs> uh, who previously won a tournament of ours. So we did a bonus episode <laughs> with the Who Would Win crew. Believe it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. We have George Costanza, but man, I mean, I don't know how he's going to do here because he's going up against Toby Flenderson of The Office. Even the name is not. <laughs> yeah. Not a winner. Toby. Name. No, Toby. If uh, I, George, we talked about a lot on the show. I don't think we need to touch on him too much. Of Seinfeld fame, you know, he is, you know, the, the bald guy. It similarly can't the catch a break. Does, doesn't, doesn't, I mean, I mean, like, you'll know who I'm talking about. If you, you know, if I say the bald guy from Seinfeld. Fun fact uh, George's age, George and Jerry's age at the beginning of Seinfeld is like in their early 30s. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is a testament. <laughs> to, it, it to is. George's character. Uh, and then, I mean, you, you you haven't really seen The Office very much, so Toby is the HR rep. <laughs> I know I know Toby because of that quote of Michael Scott saying if he was in a room with a gun. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I, I have an idea of Toby, it, his, yeah. his place in The Office. So. Yeah, I mean, Toby, like, isn't actually that, I mean, he's not a great guy. But he's not the worst guy. Like yeah. Michael Scott really likes picking on him because he because Toby likes to follow the rules, right? Yeah. You know, like he's extremely against you know violence, and then like, but like slowly throughout the series, I like Toby more because he cares less and less about his job, <laughs> and I like the the progression of him just like giving less fucks and <laughs> it's it's great and one of my favorite episodes of the office of all time is when when he has to give like counseling to michael scott and they just spend the entire day in a room together and you know like just have to like hash it out and it's one of the best episodes ever i okay so i think i want to give this uh, i want to give the victory to george i feel like he's scrappier uh yeah. i feel like he gets angrier <laughs> <laughs> and can channel oh, yeah. that energy. Uh, and I think more so, you know, George is a loser in the beginning of the series. But remember that faithful episode where everyone tells George to do the opposite of what he does. And he becomes <laughs> successful. I don't know if Toby, does he ever, you know, rise above his station and become a the work for George Steinbrenner and the New York Yankees? <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he pretty much stays exactly at his station. Like he leaves the show for a period of time. Like he goes like on a, a hiatus, 
and comes back with every bone in his body broken. <laughs> like, you know, like he, he went on a zipline trip in Costa Rica and like the first day and then came back and was like in the hospital for his entire his entire uh, vacation. So, yeah, no, Toby's like George is a, a loser in life. Toby's a loser in more than life. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Toby's a like when we put this list together Toby's a favorite of mine to come away with it all I'm not gonna lie yeah so this one this one's pretty easy for me favorite quote unquote favorite (laughs) yes yeah exactly yeah okay now we're on the second half of the first round here and you're gonna have to help me out here because I don't I don't know Futurama very well but we have Zoidberg I'm still in mid peril you clods he's too far we can't reach him. With my last breath, I curse Zoidberg. Going up against the protagonist, Harry Dubois, of Disco Elysium. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I brought in Zoidberg. He's one of my favorite comedic relief characters in anything. He's a. Yep. If you don't know Futurama, it takes place in the 31st century, you know, aliens, spaceships and everything. And it follows, it's basically a workplace comedy where it's a delivery crew going on spaceship adventures. And Zoidberg is the, the doctor of, of the crew. And he's a lobster man who doesn't really (laughs) understand human biology. (laughs) (laughs) Much, much of his humor stems from him just being incompetent and just not knowing, not just human anatomy, not just being a bad doctor, just knowing nothing. Like just an odd, just, <laughs> just very, just oh, geez, he's just this odd being that is constantly just shit on by everyone around him. <laughs> like, and, and sort of in the same vein as uh, Jerry, he just takes it in stride. So I do love him. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, he he is very much the punching bag of the show, and it is great. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, the show seems like a punching bag show. Like, you know, oh, like, so, you oh. know, like, and he, to be the, the, the apex of that, that's the quote-unquote apex. To get, to get, you're totally right. Futurama is just full of characters dumping on each other. However, <laughs> the show is 90% that, but then the 10%, they give, like, out of left field dramatic bits that just make you cry. And so I think it's a testament to Zoidberg as a character and all the Futurama cast that, like, you can have this, you know, sardonic, insulting, you know, just disrespectful crew dynamic. But they pull some shit out of their, you know, out of, out of nowhere that's just like, oh, no, I'm really sad and I'm affectionate for this character. <laughs> and Zoidberg, Zoidberg gets his, too, in the show. And it's, it is a very fulfilling. It's fun. It's fun to dump on him, but it's also great to see him get his. So on the other side of this, this is a character that I brought because... I I mean I loved Disco Elysium. I thought it was such a great game, and it's because of how horrible <laughs> the protagonist is. Uh, you get to choose, sort of within certain parameters, kind of what kind of loser you want to be as Harry. But I mean, you you wake up, you don't know your name, you know, like and you like are a police officer trying to solve a murder, but like you're your choices of like what kind of cop you want to be like range from hobo cop to like quote unquote superstar cop, which is just you being an asshole. Like, (laughs) you know, like it's just like you like quote, like flaunting your like imagined fame, you know, as a, as a superstar cop. And yeah. And like, you just, you, you wander around like, and you're trying to 
pass all these like checks you know you're rolling dice like you would in a role-playing like a tabletop role-playing game and you know i mean there are just so many opportunities for you to do dumb stuff (laughs) (laughs) disco elysium is an rpg whereas other rpgs you 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 have stats and everything that make you cool disco elysium does the opposite you're not cool at any point you are no and harry dubois uh as you you know discover his backstory discover your own backstory that you can create man you're like the dude but worse (laughs) yeah yeah it's bad like i mean you have to like either like to just survive one night to like have a place to sleep like you either have to like go and pick up cans your entire first day that you play the game (laughs) or you need to like beg your your partner for the hubcaps off of their nice car like you know like there's just so many ways that like harry can go wrong and for context as far as his fighting ability you know i mean you you could get really lucky and you could land a perfect hit on this seven foot tall bulky racist guy (laughs) and or you can get really unlucky and whiff trying to punch a child so like (laughs) (laughs) i to give you uh what my first playthrough of disco elysium was five minutes I tried to, I tried, there was a tie on, on a ceiling fan that I was like, okay, I'll just grab the tie. And I rolled checked athleticism and I failed and had a heart attack and died. And that was the end of the game. I think, I think Harry takes this as the, as the loser. Harry loses. Harry loses. Harry loses this. Like I, I, like I, I appreciate Zoidberg as a loser, but like Harry takes it to another. He's artistically a loser. (laughs) Yes, that's a very good way of putting it. Also, also side point, uh, Zoidberg. He sometimes he gets lobster rage and will actually <laughs> he will actually kill people with his pincers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, so. Zoidberg, Zoidberg has actually killed people before. Harry, I mean, like Harry uh, can, so but <laughs> yeah, Harry can, he, he's but. as likely to off himself though. <laughs> yes, I would as say I, more as likely. I just said. <laughs> I I know you're you're high on Toby, but Harry Dubois, man, that's a yeah, that's that that's a good one. Yeah, hang no, on, hang I, on. What, I, what, I I also want to mention uh, in the game, uh, what is it? You get to pick your name. Okay, so yeah, because you're an amnesiac cop and you try to find like who you are, you can either be Harry Dubois, who he actually is, or you could adopt the name Raphael Ambrosius Custeau. <laughs> there it is yeah 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 <laughs> no it, i guess what we're saying is go play disco elysium it's great oh yeah please go play disco elysium it's so good uh it's like it's weird but you know if you can kind of get over that initial hump it's good stuff uh okay now this next one we got a couple of movie characters here um we have napoleon dynamite of napoleon dynamite <laughs> stay home and eat all the freaking chips kip Napoleon, don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. Besides, we both know I'm training to become a cage fighter. Since when, Kip? You have the worst reflexes of all time. Try and hit me, Napoleon. What? I said come down here and see what happens if you try and hit me. Louis Tully. Uh, if you don't know who Louis Tully is, I don't blame you. Um, but <laughs> I, I had to look up this character's name, but as soon as I thought of him, I knew... He was a loser that belonged here. He is, he's the, he, he is, uh, what does he do for, what does he do? I actually don't remember. I, he's the, he's one of the gatekeepers. Yeah. 
I think he is the gatekeeper. Uh... Oh, Dana, it's you. Oh, hi. Yes, Louis, it's me. I thought it was a drugstore. Oh, are you sick? Oh, no, no, I'm fine. I feel great. Just ordered some more vitamins and stuff. I was just exercising. I taped 20-minute workout on my machine and played it back at high speed, so it only took 10 minutes. I got a great workout. Good. You want to come in for a mineral water? Oh, I'd really like to. Yeah, he just lives down the hall from <laughs> Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's just a neighbor. He is the neighbor of Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters. He is the... Uh, I mean, he's the loser. Like, he's the guy that kind of gets suckered into, into everything. He's Rick Moranis. Like, yeah, it, yeah. yeah he, uh, sorry, thank you. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's he, just Rick Moranis. Who, who? You, you know, I love Rick Moranis, but he does imbue kind of a not a winner vibe. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's 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 a very gentle way of putting that. <laughs> because, like, we, I mean, Rick Moranis, he's he's great, but that <laughs> you know, he he's he's great because he fits into a very specific niche. He is very much a character <laughs> actor. Um yeah. But uh yeah. So I mean what what's your what's your experience with Napoleon Dynamite? Okay. I I'm sorry to say this, but when people ask what's a movie that everyone likes that you don't like, my answer is Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. I cannot stand this movie. I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh. <laughs> I just can't get past and like anybody in that movie, they all, I hate them. I hate them all. <laughs> Eli, I completely understand. Like, I, I'm not going to throw any shade at you for that. I completely understand. This movie is insane. If I had watched it in the last 10 years, probably, I would probably hate it too. <laughs> just, but, oh, God. <laughs> I, it, it's just, it's just meme worthy at this point to me. And Napoleon Dynamite was a character that came to mind when I thought about. Oh him. no, he's a he's a great loser. I'm see. This yeah. is also a question. Of, I think Lewis Tully has more epic failure, epic losses in Ghostbusters because mm. he does get possessed by on the a grander game. scale. Yes, yeah. he's a grand mm-hmm. loser. But Napoleon Dynamite is such distilled loser energy. Mm. I mm. really have to give it to him to lose. Oh, interesting. Because interesting. because okay. uh, Lewis Tully. I, I think he had like I don't want to say he has redeeming qualities, but he like helps it's, out the it's plot. Just that, it's <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just that Rick Moranis like just doesn't ooze any athleticism whatsoever to me. Yeah, you know, so like you know, like the thought of him like throwing a punch successfully, I feel like he'd sooner break his own fingers. You know, <laughs> whereas like Napoleon Dynamite for some reason strikes me as like being able to like take a punch but i sort of also see him just sort of flailing his arms as offense too so i look I'm, I'm not even thinking about athletic ability i think both of them trip over their own shoelaces i'm going with right, right, I, yeah. i'm going with napoleon because he's just he he is the loser like he is yeah <laughs> no I, I'll, I'll buy that yeah because yeah no i i think you're right like if it comes to like them stepping towards each other to punch each other <laughs> napoleon dynamite will trip on his shoelaces faster somehow <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he will he will fall and knock himself unconscious and then rick moranis will fall on top of him and won't be knocked unconscious <laughs> you know i think i think the battle is actually a dance off and rick moranis obvi- <laughs> uh sorry lewis tully obviously doesn't dance well but napoleon dynamite dances like that and he wins but <laughs> you wins. <don't>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> big quotation marks on that wins <laughs> now this next matchup this is a legendary matchup Eli, I, I, I. <laughs> this is why we did this. <laughs> this, this, this matchup. I mean, like, uh, we we both 
this comes from one one from each of us. Um, and <laughs> I I looked at both of these characters on this list, and I was like, this is the championship. The like the these characters are going to have to duke it out for worst position, and. I, I, I'm sad to see them up against each other in the first round, but we are talking Charlie Brown. Come on, Charlie Brown. I'll hold the ball and you kick it. Hold it? Ha! You'll pull it away and I'll land flat on my back and kill myself. Versus Magic Carp. Magic Carp, <laughs> Magic Carp, It's Magic just a it clash of titans. <laughs> like, just two characters that just... <laughs> They, oh my god, like, it is beautiful. Like, absolutely. So Magikarp has the advantage of being a Pokemon, I guess. But he is unequivocally the worst Pokemon. It, like, that's the joke, right? Right, yeah. Like, when, when in the Pokemon anime, it's like, oh, it's a Magikarp. Ho, ho, ho. Like, what is he gonna do? <laughs> like, that's the whole jib, that's the whole bit. Yep. And then when you're playing Pokemon, like, he's so bad. He's like, so bad. He, He's, he doesn't do anything. He splashes. You have like you have to find alternate ways of leveling him up. You can't put him in battle. You have to put him in battle, take him out, put another Pokemon <laughs> in, and then they'll share the experience of the battle. That's how we did it in the old days before experience share became a thing. <laughs> so and and yeah, and like his redeeming quality is that he evolves into a cool Pokemon. Yeah, uh, based on a legend of a carp going up a waterfall turned to a sea dragon. Yep, but. Magikarp by himself, I think, what, Pokemon has well over 900, you know, Pokemans out they, there, they and Magikarp they, is... They topped 1,000 with this with Oh, the really? With the Violet. new one? Yeah, they topped 1,000, yeah, I'm pretty and, sure. And I still think Magikarp is, like, at least, like, you have Metapod who can harden. True. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, who can, like, defend itself. Like, <laughs> Magikarp just flails around. Flails Even around. when you're in, like, a water setting, he does, he still flops around. Yep. Yep, 100% true. Yeah, so, but, Charlie Brown. Char- oh, okay. Listen, I I love the Peanuts comics. Uh, my family were big Peanuts fans. We watched, you know, the specials and everything. Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, all that. I want to share with you the first ever Peanuts comic. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is it, it is a, a an unnamed uh, lad talking to a, to a friend and... Charlie Brown's walking from the distance, and here how the conversation goes. Well, here comes old Charlie Brown. Good old Charlie Brown. Yes, sir. Charlie Brown's walking past them. And now that he's gone, the guy says, good old Charlie Brown. How I hate him. (laughs) (laughs) It is is one of my favorite comic strips. It's so funny. And that's just Charlie Brown in a nutshell. He did nothing wrong and just gets gets hated for no reason. (laughs) Wow. Uh, I mean, I don't even know where to begin here because, I mean, Charlie Brown, I mean, okay, so I guess is, because I don't know Charlie Brown as well, Like he is considered a loser by many in his universe. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, but like, <laughs> is what's his actual capability like? I mean, I know he misses the footballs, so like, he's not mm. going to be able to kick the magic carp, but like. Well, I mean, what's the, what can what can he do? Oh, nothing. He just complains. <laughs> he does nothing. <laughs> like, okay, okay, he does get 
a lot of undeserved hate, but he is certainly not doing anything to rectify that. If that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Magikarp is Magikarp. Okay, but here, here we go. But Magikarp, Magikarp can eventually start hurting itself. That's the thing about Pokemon. <laughs> they they run out. They run out of moves, and then they start to like flail, right? Or th- th- there's a specific term for it. But you you know what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you mean. So I mean, Charlie Brown literally just has to stand. Like, yeah, I, you know, like he just he, he just. This is a task of patience for Charlie Brown because if Charlie Brown tries to interact with Magikarp, I think he's gonna lose. <laughs> like I I don't know how, but I think if he could just stand there and watch Magikarp, I think he'll win. I don't trust him to do that though. <laughs> I seriously, I can see him go for the punch and just get flailed on. Oh, <laughs> I, this, I, I think I'll def, I'll defer it to you. I can really see this going either way. This definitely should. This this is a potential championship that we that we've been robbed of in the first round. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, I mean, I, I, I like I like Charlie in this fight. Maybe it's my lack of awareness of Charlie, but I think Magikarp's the loser here. He is by design in a game. Right. <laughs> to the loser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's not even like you can do something as the player. You can capture a magic carp. I mean, you have to you have to change them into a different Pokemon. Like the, there is a there's nothing yeah. Yeah, like there's nothing <laughs> you can do. You know, like you have to turn him into a Gyarados. Yep. No, I, I agree. Now we have our final matchup of the round of 16, the first round here. I just, I just realized I'm glad spider. you just made this connection uh, because I made this connection when I saw the bracket for the first time and I was wondering when you were going to um, because we have a pretty, pretty incredible coincidence here. The randomizer has done us a good deed. As much as they have robbed us of a championship between Magikarp and Charlie Brown, they have gifted us something here today. And that's because we have Sid the Sloth. They left without me. They do this every year. Why? Doesn't anyone love me? Isn't there anyone who cares about Sid the Sloth? All right, I'll just go by myself. Oh. Going up against none other than (laughs) from... (laughs) From everybody, <laughs> we, I know you're about to say. I, <laughs> we have Ray Romano, ladies and gentlemen. We have Sid the Sloth taking on Ray Romano, and if you, if you, if the the you know connections aren't being made in your brain, that the reason we love this is because Ray Romano is none other than the voice of one. One Manfred. <laughs> one one <laughs> one Manny from Ice Age. You have beautiful eyes. Get off my face. Well, you and me, we make a great team. I mean, what do you say we just head south together? Great, yeah. Hey, jump up on my back and relax the whole way. Wow, really? No. So, I mean, where do we... What? How do we dissect this? Sid is so self-destructive. He is. He is so often hurting himself, getting into bad situations with harebrained schemes. Mm-hmm. Ray Romano is just a sitcom dude. Yeah, he's just a dude. Yeah, despite... Okay, so here's... I've been thinking about this. 
could <laughs> could Ray Romano win this with his voice alone? <laughs> like could could he could he summon the voice the voice of Ray Romano prevents Sid from doing him any harm? Yeah, you know. I think for the sake I think for the sake of the <laughs> the canon, sure. <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> like I, I I think Ray if Ray says anything, Sid like some part of Sid's brain is gonna be like, I know that voice. You must be related to Manny. You must you must uh, you must have been you were Manny in a previous life. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I just I, I think you have a point with that, but I think Ray Romano wins just by not doing anything. Yes. I can totally see him. Kind of like what you're saying with Charlie Brown and Magikarp. I think the same thing applies, but Sid is much more catastrophic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> no, I I, so... I completely agree. Yeah, for for a plethora of reasons. Um, but yeah, no, I think Sid I think Sid's the loser here. So now we move on to our second round. I I think we're going to be I I think we're going to whittle this down pretty quick here to be honest. You know, now that we've we've we, we've <laughs> uh established all of these characters and their qualifications for this tournament. Um, I, 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 I think we're going to go pretty quick here. And uh, let's start off with the big Lebowski taking on Donkey. I love you have to say it like oh, that. Oh, yeah, you have to say it like that. Yeah, I mean... Donkey. Donkey. <laughs> like, okay, so you have a human versus a donkey. And Correct. like you said, Jay, donkey kicks hurt. Yep. Mm, and I, the Big Lebowski is decidedly not a cartoon like Ed, Ed and Eddie were. <laughs> <laughs> and just he, I he doesn't seem like the sturdiest guy. No, like he's he's always all, like off balance and getting a square hit because we've seen Donkey do stuff in the yes. movies. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he holds his own on several points. Yeah, and you know he hooks up with a dragon like pretty badass. Just, that's that's a, the dream, that's a win. The dream of many a nerds in the past. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think I think Lebowski loses us. I think he gets donkey kicked, and I think by sheer credibility of donkeys, <laughs> just <laughs> the, 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 that street cred, man. It's not. Yeah. It's no joke. That that fantasy street cred. <laughs> Like I and the other thing, like yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm totally on the same page. I think Donkey wins this. <laughs> I I think the Lebowski moves on. Now now on to this one. I, oh man, this is this is this is almost too sad. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know if I can handle this. Uh, we have Squidward taking on Toby Flenderson. I can't. This is so. Oh yeah, this is gonna. Wow, this we're, we're gonna have to dive into some dark places in our own psyche to like figure this one out. <laughs> i just i i can just both like like you know how fights start off and characters both stare at each other but they're both staring at each other which is dead eyes <laughs> oh yeah well i mean like this is the complete opposite like almost every fight that we talk about on super bracket bros is like the characters release themselves from the portal they eye each other up from across the battlefield and they're calculating Taking each other in, sizing their opponent up. None of that's happening here. <laughs> you know, like none of that like is even close. But yet they're still just standing staring at each other. I don't know. We we've seen both these characters break their whole body. They've been both both these characters have been in full body cast. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. But like we've seen Squidward get mad. And I mean we've seen Toby like there's been some reminiscent like angry moments but he usually just sort of runs away what like the, there there's several moments where like he encounters conflict and just bolts so like <laughs> i have to feel like squidward 
can eke it out here as, as a winner. Okay, I uh, I'm not opposed to that. Obviously, you're you're the the Toby expert, <laughs> so I think I I'll give it to him. Toby definitely seems to have bigger loser energy. Yeah, and like we see Squidward get his sometimes in the show. Exactly. Yeah, I think there's you know I mean SpongeBob there's like twice as much like content to like dive into. You know, like I think yeah, like he he's had his moments before at the very least. So I okay, do you see okay you. One of the best episodes of SpongeBob is Band Geeks. Let's get this over with. One, two, three, four. And mm. everybody rallies together for Squidward. Do you see everyone in the office rallying towards Toby? I mean,. No, they literally like. I mean, <laughs> Michael. Michael bullies this man so much, and no one ever comes to his defense, ever. Like he gets like belittled and made fun of and thrown out all these times by Michael, and no one comes to his side. They hold the biggest party that we ever see in the entire series is to celebrate Toby leaving. Like the, the <laughs> you know, like it just like the punches never stop for Toby. Oh God, that's so sad. And he lays down for each and every one of them. <laughs> oh God. Oh, ow. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's to- Toby's moving on. <laughs> so we have Harry Dubois taking on Napoleon Dynamite. This is it's a weird one. These are this is they both embody such loser energy, but like Harry Dubois is dangerous loser energy yeah self-harm loser energy napoleon dynamite is just awkward geeky loser energy Mm -hmm. so the question becomes i think i mean both both would probably you know hurt themselves fighting each other almost certainly um i think dubois hurts himself more i I, see here's the here's the thing with harry is i think that he has like he has he has the higher ceiling here. <laughs> like I think, like, <laughs> I, I think he has the greater chance for success. If yeah. that makes sense, given <laughs> like given <laughs> like <laughs> I think both of their floors are astronomically low, but I think Harry's ceiling is higher. <laughs> if that makes sense, I agree. Also. <laughs> Yeah, I think, okay, uh, if he rolls the dice, Harry Dubois can hurt himself, but he could also hurt Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Napoleon Dynamite, I think, 10 times out of 10, I think like, Napoleon Dynamite is running with rigged dice. I, I think. <laughs> loaded, loaded dice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's rolling the he, he's rolling nat ones way more than a 5% chance. The final point I want to make is that Disco Elysium, we love the game, but it's not the most popular game. Napoleon Dynamite is so ubiquitous mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that that loserdom has transcended the zeitgeist. True, it is part of society. So I think I I, I have to have Napoleon move on because it's part of the culture. <laughs> yeah, for the culture. Yeah, of course. For the culture. Yeah, yeah because that, that, that's what this whole bracket is about. It's about the culture. It's about you know really preserving what makes <laughs> this country great. Yeah, thank you, Eli. <laughs> now, our last second round matchup. We have Magikarp taking on 
Sid the Sloth. <sighs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah. What well, I mean, what? How? <laughs> I, listen, all logic points to Magikarp moving on. Right. But Sid would be the one character to mess this up. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Sid survives a whole slew of dodos who I find very similar to Magikarp. <laughs> like, I, on, on, an, on a sort of, like, deep philo- philosophical level, <laughs> I think. I, are dodos not just the Magikarp of the Ice Age universe? Are, you know... <laughs> Jay, I need you to tweet that. You need to create a tweet Twitter account. Just so I can tweet that. Send it into the ether as Twitter burns to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I I you know I agree with you. Um I could I could see Magikarp is just so useless and Sid has some useful tendencies yes, occasionally. Every once in a while. Yeah, I agree with you that the potential for negativity similar to our last discussion. I think the potential to burn himself to the ground is definitely possible especially without his cohorts to back him up, but yet we know that Sid survived as long as he did by himself you know essentially your yeah, point you know point. so yep. magic art i don't know i i don't i i, I don't know <laughs> there, uh also okay another point against the magic carp anytime because you know one of the big the big elephants in the room in the pokemon discussion is like where their food is coming from oh god yeah <laughs> and, and usually magic carp <laughs> is one of the pokemon that they eat and nobody seems to have any issue with it. that's a very good point so, yeah no one really so, blinks an eye at that one yeah <laughs> it's not like so, they're serving up hot lucario <laughs> fresh out of the so, oven <laughs> magic carp's moving on and we have Oh my god, this field. This this final four, man. Holy smokes. Okay, we This is the <laughs> We have the big Lebowski taking on Toby Flenderson and Napoleon Dynamite taking on Magic Carp. You know, like I saw all four of these characters on the list, but like just seeing them now in the final four is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> They're all losers in their own way. Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like the uh, the dude is this stoner burnout uh, who does nothing. Toby is this burnt out office uh, worker, office, like yeah, who just has dead an eternal eyes. like retiring at age eighty, like you know, like <laughs> an exist, existential like day man <laughs> horror. And then you have Napoleon Dynamite, who is just like can't get over just the uh, most awkward loser ever yeah yeah just pure and lacks complete self-awareness complete. to recognize yeah exactly and then magikarp who is the staple of gaming uselessness yeah, really he truly is, is like the- you know like when you f- like it, it's just so it's incredible it's honestly incredible <laughs> this bracket turned out better than we could have ever hoped for but let's let's do the first match let's do let's the first do- matchup okay so we have lebowski and flenderson toby works here again Oh, can you imagine? Oh, no. Uh, you don't know. I don't know. What? You should probably just meander back there. Take a look. See if, hmm. he's, see if he's back. Dare I? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to. For old time's sake. I'm like, no! God! No! God! Please, no! 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 
I, I'm trying to think. We don't really see the dude fight. He just gets hit. But, I mean, he can take a hit. Like, I, you know. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. <laughs> you, see, you see Toby shoving his head in a, in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the thing. is like, I still can't imagine Toby doing anything. You know, like, I think he can get pushed to his limits and, like, he will eventually just lose. You know, whereas Lebowski, I think, will eventually throw a punch. And I think we'll we'll take we'll take Toby out <laughs> or have a bowling ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I say okay because they're both such big losers. However, the dude is good at bowling. True. Yeah, I can see. I don't think Toby is. No, I don't think Toby. So. Toby's probably not a very good bowler. Uh, so thus, I think um, the Lebowski evades the championship match. <laughs> Hey, he's just he's just he's just riding around on a golf cart with a white Russian. <laughs> <laughs> and now, to complete our championship, we have Napoleon Dynamite and Magikarp. I don't, I don't know. I I could see Napoleon Dynamite getting hurt by flailing. <laughs> so yeah, so I I think like. See, here's the thing. It's like I just I've been imagining all of these, like just like putting these characters in like a, a solid white room together, just like blank nothingness, <laughs> and like imagining yeah. them standing next to each other, and like what happens, you know, like who comes out victorious, and I just like Napoleon. I I'm leading Magikarp, but I can't really say why because I don't even see them coming in contact with each I- other. I, I see Magikarp flailing around, and then Napoleon runs. True. I think he gets freaked out by the fish. Yeah. <laughs> and runs away. I think he does some, like, bullshit kung fu move. <laughs> Magikarp flails, <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, shit, and then he runs away. And that's that's a loss. I Right? Like... <laughs> Holy shit. Oh... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you like that impression? Yeah, that was good. That was funny. Um, S- stupid fish, God! <laughs> oh shit! It's flailing. <laughs> Fuck! I think Magikarp might win. Holy shit! No, I. Oh man, I thought Magikarp was gonna make it to the end, man. But I think I don't think I don't think Napoleon can beat him. I I really don't. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite might be a bigger loser than Magikarp. That, I mean, holy smokes. That puts, I, yeah, I feel like we have to rewatch the movie to, to now, like, to, like, put it into context. Like, <laughs> I, I, I will, I will admit my bias. I am a, I'm a certified hater, but <laughs> watching that movie, that's the whole point of the movie, though, is that he is just so, so lame yeah i listen i just i know it's just tough because napoleon dynamite is a dude he right right and like yeah and so like at the end of the day if if charlie brown beat magikarp then we almost have to let oh, that's actually that's actually that's a solid point <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a really now that i'm point. thinking now that i'm thinking about it and listen jay i'm sorry but like if we're gonna say that Charlie Brown beat Magikarp. <laughs> we kind of have to let Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. I think. I think. I think you're right. Like I. Like I. Okay, I no. Okay. No. See, see. Like when. Like Napoleon Dynamite. Like running away from this fight. Like 
I, I, I see also, but also, I mean, like, I, I don't think he's any more likely than Charlie Brown to just bolt necessarily. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, even if he tries one of his like bullshit Kung Fu moves, like he will be, ma- he will be magic art, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think Napoleon definitely embodies the loser energy, but Magikarp is statistically a loser. That's true. Like, and this, like this it's, is a ba- it's hard. This is a fight. Into him. Yeah, this <laughs> this is a fight. So I yeah, I think Magikarp. He's just he's Magikarp. You kind of have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're gonna find out if we have to in this last matchup. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this final here, I just like I want to give a second to let this like sit in. We we have Toby Flenderson taking on Magikarp. Wow, it's it's <laughs> it's it's a thing of beauty, isn't it? Look at us. L- look at look us. at us now. You look. We're here. Look at you. Look at me. <laughs> look, look at the audience. Look at the. This is incredible. This is this this is premium <laughs> podcasting content right here. Do you think anybody else in the whole universe has ever talked about who would win in a fight between Magikarp and Toby Flenderson? No. I don't think so. I don't think so I don't either. think so, Jay. I, th- I think we're making history. I, I think we're breaking ground here. You know, I, I think we've had, a, we've had a lot of firsts on Super Bracket Bros, but I mean, this is, uh, this is pretty incredible. Okay, so the main thing I've taken away from Toby's fights is he does nothing. Correct. And Magikarp... Does nothing. Yeah. I'll give Napoleon Dynamite credit. He does bullshit kung fu moves, but that's something. Right, yeah. See, the thing with Toby is, is like, he's just so pathetic. You know? He's just, like, he's just so sad. But is he sad enough to lose to a fish? Is he sadder than Charlie Brown, Sid the Sloth, and Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite? You know? I, I mean, like, I, 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 I don't know. Okay. I... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I you know what, Magikarp wins. Ma- no, ma- no, oh, you're you're saying that? Yeah, I, I, right now. I I think this is this is my vote, and let me let me explain why. I think Matt. I think I think Toby Flenderson is the biggest loser because Magikarp. One thing that we've been alluding to this entire bracket, we've now put Magikarp through one, two, three fights. Oh my god! <laughs> this is his fourth fight. Are you saying he? <laughs> Has accrued enough experience points to become a Gyarados. <laughs> I think in the final moments, Toby Flenderson, he goes to the finals. He's told, he knows, he just has to win this one match to not be the biggest loser. He looks at this goddamn stupid bitch. He's like, yes. I can do this. <laughs> Michael Scott <laughs> fell in a koi pond. I can beat this stupid fish. And then it starts glowing. Bright white. All over. It becomes blinding. It encompasses the entire arena. And then suddenly before him is a mighty Gyarados. A level 20 Gyarados. <laughs> Which is nothing in the Pokemon world, but a liability. But against Toby Flenderson, man, he's he's toast. He's he's toast. He's Gyarados dinner. 
Gyarados doesn't even use like hyper beam. He just uses like bite. Exactly. Yeah. He just uses tackle. Just like. <laughs> Or he, he does flail because he's so big. He flails around and hits Toby. He just happens to hit Toby, and he's and he's toasted. I I think I agree with you. Uh, not only because that's hilarious, but also <laughs> I think the essence of Magikarp is that he is a loser right now. But if you put the work in and invest, we put he will Eli. We put the work in. <laughs> Eli, yeah, we. <laughs> yeah, we're basically playing the game, honestly. And, like, you could tell me more, but Toby just seems like he's Toby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like he changes. No, there's no evidence that leads me to believe from watching the entire The Office several times that Toby has a final form awaiting us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when else are we going to bring out Magikarp's final form if not in the finals of this tournament? So, yeah. I mean, it's got to be Magikarp. I, I think he takes, I think he eludes destruction. Yeah, Toby, I wish I said, you know, you had a good run, but this is the exact this opposite. This is the exact you had, opposite. You had, you had yeah, you run. had a very bad you run. You had a bad run. Yeah, <laughs> you had a very, very bad run. Honestly, I could have seen Toby or Squidward here. You know, like, I think, like, yeah. in in this spot, you know, I, but the fact is that Toby lost to Squidward, and that's, and that's sad. <laughs> I still think if Charlie Brown was in a different spot i think he would have a good run in yep um yep bad run yep yeah sorry yeah bad run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know i even as someone who doesn't watch the office and honestly doesn't really care for the office understand what i've seen about toby it is just so pathetic that mm-hmm. yeah i I, think, I, I hope i, think I he, hope that i've shed enough light on toby for you today that you can understand the kind of i understand lo- the kind of loser that we're dealing with <laughs> 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 it, it just sounds like that, that punching bag character would take it like one joke too far <laughs> we might be taking that joke too far we might <laughs> i feel a little bad <laughs> oh man well wow of all the brackets of all time this is definitely one of them now i i love this format i really think it will be fun to do this with other characters too i like i i, I yeah. yeah like the, when like if we talk about i don't know if this would ever make it into the main show as like a whole season that would ma- that would be hilarious that would be great you know like that's definitely like a season 15 <laughs> idea like i could see us breaking out for sure but yeah like i definitely think this is a good one for the patreon to crack out uh, occasionally and talk about some characters even non-loser characters you know characters that are capable like if we did this to a difference like a season like we did the season one remix if we did this in season one who would be the loser because like we talked about like would you take crash over anybody here <laughs> and we could find out we we would find out so yeah well it's just fun because you never think about a bracket this way no. a bracket is always themed as like you know grinding your way to the top spot you know it's supposed to be a challenge and this is it's just stumbling ass backwards it's, it literally is it's just like oh you lost oh you gotta keep going the, the, there is no escape you know like yeah. yeah no but i am very pleased with the outcome of this bracket i think it was a a, a failure i think it was a complete and utter failure which you know what exactly what i was hoping for if the, <laughs> if this was a success we'd be done something wrong yes, exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh man 
Uh, thank you so much for having joined us. Thank you so much for being a patron of Super Bracket Bros. Uh, this is uh, going up December 1st. This is our second ever Patreon exclusive. If you like this, then let us know. You can uh, comment on the post and be like, yes, more of this. <laughs> you know, more uh, more, <laughs> more loser brackets, more backwards brackets. Um, you know, that we, we would love to hear it. Um, but yeah, we're trying to come up with some original ideas for the Patreon exclusive feed. So hopefully you uh, enjoyed our shenanigans today. Eli, anything else for the people? Uh, the real reason that we are here is to say goodbye to a guy who we will probably never, ever see again. Now, a lot of you know that I am an accomplished songwriter. I am going to be doing something I wrote specifically for Toby. All right, just buy one more lottery ticket. It's got to be the one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having joined us on Super Bracket Bros. On behalf of myself, Jay, and my terrible co-host Eli remember <laughs> no true loser is a one trick pony Yeah.